0: do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you.
1: And welcome back to The Average Joe Show. Welcome to episode number five. Yay, five. We
2: made it this far. This will be our last show, too, by the way. So thanks. And for listening. if you don't want to
1: hear Charlie anymore, please send emails to talk at com. With me tonight, we have Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, how's it going? Oh, fabulous. What's going on up in lovely Pennsylvania?
0: Snow, man. We had uh, six inches of snow yesterday. And nope, we're still... Kidding. Yeah, we're still digging wow. out from it. It's it's supposed to warm up to, uh, by Monday. It's going to be in the 50s. Uh, all I want to know is where in the hell is the global warming that fucking Al Gore promised? <laughs> yeah. For, for, three, for three weeks, it, it doesn't get above 10 degrees. And when it does, it snows like hell. I, just don't, I don't get it. Al Gore's been promising me global warming for the last 20 years. It doesn't appear to be getting any warmer.
2: We'll watch An Inconvenient Truth, and maybe you'll uh, see where that global warming went. Uh, he's an inconvenient
0: jackass.
1: <laughs> okay, now that we got our political advertisement out of the way, also with us tonight is Mr. Charlie George. Charlie, how's it going with
2: you? Ah, it's going good. Hey, we got a lot of snow here in uh, Chicago. <laughs> Don't you start with that. <laughs> no, I'm just um, kind of going along with Ward here. I think uh, people here in the Midwest are got nailed just as well as uh, people there in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I want my global warming, and I want it now.
0: My dad's a snowmobiler,
2: though, so don't tell him you want global warming.
0: They've been promising us global warming and heat and all this other shit. I mean, I did my part. I went and stood in my backyard with aerosol cans, pointed them at the fucking sun, and fired them off to poke holes in the damn ozone layer, but yet we have no... (laughs) global warming and it's pissing me off oh man my wife would kick your ass (laughs) dude if if i could afford a hummer that ran on fucking baby seals i'd do it i don't care (laughs) (laughs) wow i don't give a damn about the environment i'm gonna be dead long before any of this shit takes takes effect i don't care my kids man my kids will be dead before all that too so i'm not
2: what about their kids huh i don't know them i don't give a shit yeah yeah, like, yeah, you know what? Uh, great, great Grandpa Ward, you know, didn't really care about you kids, so uh, don't worry about him. That's
0: right. Come piss on my grave. Come <laughs> come see me.
2: Let's start him. with the
0: first story. Then. I,
2: actually,
1: believe it or not, the first story isn't a story in the newspaper, but it's something that Charlie actually experienced at the gas station yesterday.
2: So I went to go see uh, my parents yesterday and drop off the kids for the weekend, which if you're, you're a parent and you can do this. You know, drop it off at the grandparents, parents. You know, your parents. It's a beautiful thing because you get a you know a weekend pass. And before we were heading back to Joliet, I went to the gas station, the Shell gas station, be specific to uh, pump gas. Now, I know they have this in the uh, grocery stores, at least uh, Jewel, Albertsons, if you want to be specific. And what it is, when I went to pump my gas, I pulled the lever. You know, to start pumping the gas and. Instead of looking at the little thing that tells me how much money I'm actually spending, a TV pops on, you know, with clips from Saturday Night Live, uh, The Tonight Show, My Name is Earl. Things to kind of make me avoid actually looking at the price on the gas that I'm buying. So if I'm paying with a credit card and I didn't go inside saying, hey, put 20 on 10, I <laughs> I could be watching and, Filling it up and going. Oh, I didn't want to spend that much money, but I gotta say it is kind of cool because you know my wife was in the car and I need someone to keep me company outside, right?
0: Yeah, but (laughs) what you're saying is you you get easily distracted by shiny objects. Exactly. Is that wrong? No, it's just
2: one of things.
1: Now we'll just leave it at that. Now, besides the clips for TV shows, was there any advertisements for any? Products that the gas station sells, you know, snacks or whatever.
2: Come on in the show, and whoa, we'll, uh, do this. And that they didn't and have that. any of that yeah. stuff,
1: or was it just commercials?
2: Oh, they did. Oh, they did. They they were like, um, first of all, I kicked off said, "Welcome to the show. Thanks for choosing us." And then it showed the clips, and every now and again there'd be like one saying, "Hey, get some pop on your way out," or you know, they are <laughs> subliminal they are... <laughs> messages.
0: Buy popcorn. <laughs> You will you buy need Cheetos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing says driving like a six-pack. These aren't so. the
1: droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I had to geek out a little bit there for us.
2: Uh, okay, Obi-Wan. Yeah, but you know what this is? This is just real-world banner ads. But you know what? It was entertaining, and I can't complain about it. Although, um, it is distracting as far as keeping your eye on the price. That's all but at the same
0: time this is exactly what Google's striving for and when they try to get in the cell phone market with uh Android is targeted marketing. You know, they got your captive audience. They say, "Okay, I know you're at a gas station. I know <laughs> are- you're filling Yeah, but I mean, it- it's it's targeted marketing. You're at a gas station, so I'm going to I'm going to put up ads for Pepsi. I'm going to put up ads for Doritos cuz you're on a trip, you might want to grab some chips and some drinks and
2: you I'm know, a but, diabetic but, man <laughs> can't have all that much yeah. fun.
0: But unless, unless they they do a you know a sugar test on you when you pull in, they can't <laughs> tell that. <so. laughs> yeah, my finger's <laughs> sick when you're pulling
2: the <laughs> pulling the hose. Up.
1: Yeah, but here's the picture though: is they throw all those advertisements at you, but the gas prices aren't any cheaper, are they?
2: No, gas stations, believe it or not, because I actually talked to a gas station owner, they really don't no, they make don't. a lot of money. Um, As far as uh, making money on gas, if they make $40 profit in a day, it's a shock because they make usually less and they make their money only on the stuff that they sell. That's why it's so damn expensive in those stores.
1: All right, moving on here, moving on.
2: Going Going to the
1: west coast of the United States in San Fran, California, Google is actually offering Every single homeless person in that city, lifelong phone numbers and voicemail.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. I, I think I'm developing an aneurysm. What the hell? Good isn't of. You got you got Joe homeless. You don't got a pair of fucking shoes. But listen to Mr. Mouth here. I I, I just I just can't. I it's. Oh my God! I, I just don't. I don't understand. Why, instead of giving the free voicemail and phone numbers, why don't they give him a pair of shoes and a fucking sandwich? You know, it, it, I mean it would be the same amount of money. Now, th- this homeless guy who's pushing around a, a grocery cart full of crap is it, going to take time to check his voicemail?
1: <laughs> now, 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 granted, yeah. there are probably some homeless people that are not like you know pushing shopping carts and whatnot but are, are trying to find a job. It's good that at least they have a, a phone number that people could contact them at.
2: What? But you know what? Corey, and I'm going to sort Go of jump in with this. We can get free voicemail if we wanted to. Right, We can do that. All we have to do is open up a K7.net account, and that's free. And you get a free uh, Seattle-based phone number that people can call and leave yep. a voicemail on. <laughs> and you don't necessarily have to have voice, or you know, uh, as far as a computer to listen to it. You can call that number in, punch in your access code, and bam. Okay, but
0: that that goes back to my point. How are they going to get their voicemail? They, they don't have well, money, so so they're going to go to a payphone well, and try and re- retrieve their voicemail. Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey Ward, wh- what decade are you living in? When the hell was the last time you saw a payphone?
0: That's the next exactly. Thing. That, well, no, that's my point. They're not going to. They're they're that that makes their access even more limited. Is Google going to give them a phone too? Oh sure, why not? Hey, they got the money for it. Now, um, yeah, Google could afford it. But for the most part, I mean, they're, you know, if you give them a, a voicemail account, that's great. How do you access? That's a great point.
1: You know what this is? It's just a huge advertisement for Google.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Well, I'm looking at the image here of the um, uh, the free voicemail, and it looks like uh, Project Care in the uh, lower left hand side mm-hmm. of the banner, if I'm correct. Perhaps they are providing the access.
1: Well, maybe the homeless shelters have a payphone in there.
2: Right. Maybe it, maybe that's, that's how they're doing it. it's probably maybe gonna be eight, it might yeah, be an right. eight hundred number
1: they call, so they don't have to worry about putting any change in. That's it, that's the only thing that could be. I yeah. can't. You're right, though. I mean, where the hell are you gonna find a payphone in the real world?
2: And maybe you know it's a good idea too for those that I mean for, I mean let's face it. homeless people that said that mm-hmm. you know they're homeless and things like that. Maybe you know they're looking for a job. Hey, I don't have a phone number for you to call me back at. You know to get the well, that's guy. gonna be a you turn off right saying? there. But I do have this phone number here. You can give me a you know a phone call. And I'll get your message, you know, and then you go from there. So maybe it, that's maybe a good way for using it. You know what I'm saying? It's purpose. It's, you know, function. You know, I sat, you know, to talk to Rhonda on the street and say, hey, kids, give me a call, you know. it's uh, Or for a fix, give me, you know. Well, you know, you know what, though? You, just, you made a joke answers. about that, but,
1: you know, that's going to be another thing, too. You can thank Google for the uh, drug distribution going up in San Francisco now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe they're behind it no no i better not yeah. say that or else Cory will get sued and i'll have to laugh at that and we'll have to do the show yeah <laughs> you. Charlie's only- opinions are no longer part of the average joe show exactly. and are not sanctioned 30 <laughs> seconds ago so anyway uh but seriously um yeah maybe it's used as far as uh people trying to get jobs and i think that's something uh worth looking at.
1: Well we'll just have to keep an eye on this and see if anything actually happens or if it just fades away into the sunset.
0: So anyway, Ward's got right, an Ward. interesting story about blindness and teeth. Apparently there's a, a guy in uh Ireland, his name's Bob McNichol. He's fifty seven years old and there was a an aluminum explosion at a recycling plant that cost him his sight. And uh he found out about this surgery that they'd been doing in italy since the 60s and it's called i'm not even going to try and pronounce it they call it ookp it's osteo or and they're performing it in england anyway basically what they do is they take a tooth and they use the tooth to to build a cornea so apparently this guy probably don't have no teeth because his son had to donate a tooth its root and part of his jaw for the surgery. And they were able to get his uh, right eye socket rebuilt and the lens made of the tooth to put in his eye so that he could see. And he can see out of his right eye now. You know, I mean, he's still legally blind, but he it's not totally dark. You know, he's still able to see a little bit out of it. So I thought that, that was a, that was really cool, you know, yeah. to be able to, you know, it's something like that, you know, you, you go blind in an aluminum explosion and, you know, it's okay, I need a tooth and we can fix your eyes
2: so you can see again.
0: That's and a recycling
2: plant on all the less, too. I mean, you would think that place would be kind of safe considering, you know, it's oh, yeah. the environment and all that kind of stuff, you know, recycling. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Kind it's of been like going that. on
1: since the 60s and we don't hear about it till now, 40-something years later. What, yeah, We but probably the, got the telegraph on
0: that. <laughs> come on now, they're doing, the sur- <laughs> they're doing the surgery in Italy. That would mean that we'd have to, we'd be following the Italians, you know, into, into surgery. On Now, think about it. You, you're, you're a doctor. You're a doctor in 1950 in Italy, and somebody says, hey, Giuseppe.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's that the meatball? Huh? I'm a blind in my eye. And that the doctor says, Giuseppe, don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: We fix I'll, the you I'll up, fix it with.
0: <laughs> I'll fix you up with your. Tooth. It's a me, Mario.
2: <laughs> I hear that clip. <laughs> came, I had camera. I want to play it. Good timing, Corey. Though that's well, good, you, like.
1: and you know what it is too is, is there's so many different ways to go blinds that you know. I mean, like you know if. Yeah, and it's not funny. No, it's,
2: it's not. not funny. Well, going you, only if you do it through masturbation. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why it took him so long for us to hear about this. You know what I mean? You would think that this would be kind of like medical science, you know, a breakthrough. Going from the Uh, medical
1: miracles to the completely off the wall, Ward's got another story for us.
0: Back to back, man. (laughs) Yeah, back to back. I went this week and and took my uh, stories from just the most odd, obscure things that I could find. There was a case where this Russian caseworker rescued a seven-year-old boy from a virtual aviary, and the boy could only... Chirp, and when when he got excited and he couldn't like explain himself, (laughs) he would chirp and flap his arms. Chirp. It's called the chicken dance. Yeah, it's basically the chicken dance, except for real. Being raised by this woman who kept him in an aviary surrounded by birds, and he acted as a bird. And I just thought that you know that that's well, it's twisted, but it's really just. You know, it's kind of like Tarzan, mm-hmm. except, except for the fact that he's not in the jungle and he didn't ta- wasn't raised by chimps. He was raised by finches. <laughs> and he- but I wonder if he was fed like worms and stuff. Sure. If, if the mother like, chewed him up and spit him in his gullet. It's just screwed up that somebody would actually leave a boy
1: in an aviary like that. Why the hell would somebody do that?
0: I... <laughs> it's not like he was in the woods like that. I mean, he he was in a, an aviary. His mother locked him in there and it and it said that she treated him like every other pet and Stop. she never spoke to him. Now think about it. A- as a as a child, as a human being, you always want to communicate with your surroundings. Humans by default are social beings. So, if the only thing around you is a, is a bird, you're going to want to communicate with it. You might not understand it, and it probably doesn't understand you but at that level if the kid's what seven years old and hasn't had any anybody speaking to him for seven years he's going to turn to the birds and go hey what's up in bird language of course which i i'm not even going to attempt to do because then that just gives charlie more ammunition to make fun of me so we'll leave that at that just imagine me sitting here chirping and flapping my arms
2: Will they just give it up with May, the series? I mean, May 22nd,
1: 2009 <laughs> is the rumored release date of Terminator Salvation, The Future Begins. The only highlight of this film, sure. to my opinion, is that Christian Bale is going to play the adult John Connor.
2: Couldn't they get the Edward Furlong to play John Connor? I think he's old enough now to play the role that he played in uh, Terminator 2. What Judgment about the series, schmuck that was in the third one? I didn't see a third one. And then again, I don't think a lot of people. It wasn't worth seeing. Did anyone have any there. interest? Anyone want to
0: see this film? Any interested in seeing this? I don't know. Is uh, Schwarzenegger's not
2: going to be in it, right? No, he in mean, sh- hospital, didn't he, or something like that? Well, yeah, they're yeah, going to start filming soon, and he's still
1: governor, and he can't do it because he's the governor.
2: Yet he was in cars. How could he be in cars and be a governor? Huh? I don't know, and I don't care. Well, you're well saying I mean, that-
0: something like that. I mean, it's just a voice thing. They could just send him a script. He sits down in front of a laptop. Says his lines and then yeah, he only had like
2: two sentences, you know. But still, you get my point.
0: Well, hell, that's all he had in Terminator Three, and he made a truckload of money. I'll be back. Three words, probably. Luke. 10 well, no, they, they broke it down. It was like sixty thousand dollars a word or something.
2: In Terminator Three, he he was making sixty thousand dollars a word. Okay, Corey, my uh, rate right now is raised up to ten <laughs> cents a word. But, but
1: this the, this movie they they're talking about trying to like use it as a first installment of another series of films, you know, like the fut yeah the future Continuous. Terminator trilogy. It's like, who gives a crap? Charlie's got the last story of the night, and of course the story has to deal with the wonderful world of Apple.
2: Uh, Apple. Uh, I like it. Ward likes it. Uh, Corey can't stand hearing about it, but nonetheless we'll still talk about it just to piss Corey off. I think. That's the uh, status quo, I think. Well, there uh, it's all about money. This is kind of a serious story uh, from Business Week, and Apple is essentially buying back some of their stock. And uh, right now, they have about 18.5 billion dollars in money, and uh, I guess they're going to be buying it back uh, now. According to Business Week, the stock topped out back on the 28th of December at 199. or $199.83 a share. That's a lot of money, actually, compared to what uh, Apple's stock price is right now because I uh, take part in the uh, Fantasy Stock Exchange on Facebook if anyone ever messes around with that. Um, So I can honestly say that that's a lot of money because it's combined with Cisco and Microsoft. It's more than that, what they have in absolute dollars yeah i said that verbatim from the website so but right now the shares are below what the high was about 40 percent below so uh, i guess uh that's a good thing for shareholders considering that they're buying them back and that will um essentially i guess boost up that price on the stock
0: i think that they're that they're not buying them back that it's it's <laughs> they're wanting to the,
2: the stockholders to the are company back.
0: Yeah, the stockholders are wanting Apple to to buy some of the stock back. Okay, because it it was one hundred ninety nine on December twenty eighth, and I just looked it up, and today or well Friday it closed and it was one twenty five oh two. Yeah, it fell off the table, and uh, I I'm not a big share market guy. I don't get all I, I'm. Not gonna say that I'm smart enough to, to do that kind of stuff and, and I don't know when to trade and when not to trade. So okay. I kind of stay away from it. Buy
2: low, sell high. How's that Did that help you?
0: You've just changed my life.
2: <laughs> there you go. Co-
0: okay, Corey, I'm like not gonna be doing state. this any longer because I've just well, well, figured out how they to got make those they, of they got
1: those infomercials on T V <laughs> that you can make money in the stock market like overnight. Yeah. Yeah, usually, yeah.
0: Just, yeah you you just have you have to start with a million dollars.
2: Yeah, you know what? If you had a million dollars, you could make a lot of money just yeah. by buying and selling every day, and you wouldn't have to lose any of that million unless you made a really, really stupid investment.
1: I'd like to thank okay, my host for being here tonight, Mr. Charlie George. Thank you very much.
2: dot uh, com.
1: And when do those okay. shows come out,
2: Charlie? Uh, Tired Thumbs is coming back after its uh, one-and-a-half-year uh, hiatus. Uh, it should be coming back uh, sometime this month, uh, mid-next month. Uh, I haven't decided really when it's coming back exactly, but it is coming back. I'm working with some people on some website stuff, and it looks really, really cool. Um, just uh, working on migrating stuff over to the new servers. A lot of technical stuff, a lot of expensive stuff, too. So. <laughs> I kind of have to, you know, do my thing. So. Uh, but the Wee Show does come out every week, or we try to get it out every week. Me and uh, Brian Abbott from Coverville, and the shows on the Wee Show come out every either Monday night or they're released uh, Tuesday morning.
1: I also, want to thank Mr. Ward Miller for hey, being Ward. here tonight. Ward, thanks for being here. And no any websites to plug
0: tonight. I'm going to plug my old standby restaurant food fast. Uh, we've we've taken a break for a couple of weeks. He's still in Florida. He just got back uh, yesterday. Bastard. He was down in Tampa. Uh, I also have a new project that I'm working on. I am a redistributor for uh, Clearwire, a WiMAX company that's basically in the south. Uh, they have a few. We have a few spots uh, in the uh, Midwest. I'm the. President of the company, and my son's basically running the show down in South Carolina. Well, he's living in South Carolina, but we're doing it in North Carolina, uh, in sh- the Charlotte area. It's ThinkClear.us.
2: Oh, okay, ThinkClear. I thought you said Clearwire.
0: No, Clearwire is the company that I'm distributing for. I'm a I'm a sub under them. We're setting up kiosks and whatnot, selling WiMax in the South. Now, what's a WiMax? WiMax is we- uh, it's Wi-Fi that can be that can be broadcast over long distances. Okay. And we sell we sell them a modem and whereas if you go through any kind of broadband dealer, be it, you know, Verizon, Comcast, whatever cable it is, you know, you have to take a day off work, set up an appointment, hopefully they'll come in with oh, okay. uh Yeah, with ClearWire, we send you the modem, you plug it in, you're going.
1: And, of course, you can always visit us at our website, com. That is our website. You can What's also that? send us an email to talk at com with comments, questions, complaints, whatever you have. We just want to thank you for joining us this week, listening to us, downloading us, complaining about us, whatever you do. <laughs> Hope you come back again next week. Until then, have a good one.